This is a podcast from BFM 89.9, The Business Station. It is coming up to 5.39. You're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod. And it's time for Trending Today, which is a deceptively simple question posed by Malay TWT or Tweet, um, which is, what is Malaysian culture actually? And I think this is an interesting one because the answers were really lighthearted. I think the overall tone was very lighthearted. And then the answers, um, thankfully, chose to engage with it on uh, face value as opposed to, you know, us having to get into some really deep-seated philosophical <laughs> argument, which I'm not sure any of us are in the mood for. Yeah. And in fact, in many countries, when they do try and get into these deeper things like trying to crystallize that essence of they end up with something quite banal too right so in a discussion <laughs> we had recently uh our, and our guest was in australia and in the kind of ensuing discussion public discussion about australian values they landed on something called mateship right mateship i mean it's the most ordinary thing right it's just being a good buddy and, mm. you know that kind of buddiness and so yeah maybe if we kind of yeah, dial down the desire for something deeply philosophical will get at my favorite is on the way, which is the Malaysian way of saying I just got up. I'm about to take a shower. Yes, I'm on the way to meet you. I, I'll try not to be late. This is the most common answer to uh, to the question. Most people said on the way with the appropriate um, finger, you know, air marks, because you really need to say that, you know, we all know, everybody knows. I, I think at this point, we need to accept that when someone says on the way, when you say on the way, it's the equivalent of I'm at the traffic light. It doesn't mean anything. What traffic light? Yeah. <laughs> you know, it doesn't matter. And I think what's really important and maybe marks the Malaysian-ness uh, of it is that we're not about to interrogate the other about what exactly they mean about on the way. And nobody's going to say, well, have you really left and so on so we kind of accept that as part of the the stretchiness of malaysian time I don't think this is something that other people like about us. If I had to guess, I think this is something Malaysians accept about each other. I'm not sure that um, folks from outside the country necessarily go, it's so cute how they're always on the way. We love that. We love that they're never punctual. Well, I don't think even us want that uh, you know, to become part of the culture. But it, it, and I don't know. I, I wonder if somehow the smartphone has exacerbated this problem of people People not being punctual because you can just just about you know kind of at any moment say oh, I'm going to be five minutes late or ten minutes late right whereas in the past you know people would not know whether you turned up uh, you were turning <laughs> up at all because there was no public phone or whatever around so yeah uh, that's not the only answer though so of course on the way was a very popular one Nazira says uh, when you're eating and you lock eyes with someone you know you say makan to which they reply makan makan ah Nazira. Has, that's very interesting because, you know, because I, I, and I've said that many times, I grew up in Singapore, at least my teenage years. When I came back to live in KL, this was something that was very new to me. I never oh. had, especially sitting with strangers, like in a garage or something, where people would actually say, you know, like, 
as it were, offer me their food, and then I would have to decline. It was like, oh, okay. And I just thought it was very Malaysian or Malay. I, I don't know if other communities do this as much. Uh, maybe it's just become a generalised um, sort of uh, gesture. I think it's also the communal nature of the meal a little bit. It's not always uh, an invitation to share the food, right? But it's an invitation to eat together. So it's like, yeah, makan. Yep, I've got food, makan, makan. And, and I think it's quite sweet and neighbourly, which is actually a separate topic we're going to be doing later on. Um, meanwhile, we have Nazrudin, um, who says, it's not confirmed until it's, in caps, double confirmed, which I love. I suspect, Sharat, this one drives you a bit crazy. Because uh, yes. you can be a little bit uh, persnickety about grammar. Uh, oh, I see. Yes, well, well, yeah, you're absolutely right. Because if it's... If it's 100%, it's 100%. There's no 101%, 110%. That doesn't make it's sense. Double yeah, yeah, it's double confirmed. Yeah, it's double confirmed. Like, you know, do I have to confirm it yet again? You know, so I, I do think that, um, again, the Malaysian, I, I think the Ma- Malaysian genius is to imbue language a kind of stretchiness so we can take that confirmation as a deep desire to come or to, you know, to confirm. But actually, I give you a bit of space to not quite confirm. I like this one from Nedo who says, when someone what hell with you in traffic and you're mad upset, but then all he has to do is apologetically angkat tangan and you smile and you go about your day like everything is right in this world. Does that really happen? Yes. It does, huh? Yes. Which part are you surprised by? uh, That, you know... You're satisfied with that. I, I do know that, yeah, the, the angkat tangan is definitely a gesture of The little tabi, yeah. Yeah, like, okay, I acknowledge, I've done wrong, sorry. You know, so it's so many things in that little one-hand gesture. Uh, does it make everybody, is everybody satisfied by it? I'm not quite sure, but it definitely is the, the intention. Right? I don't think we need everybody to, to meet the metrics for this to be Malaysian <laughs> culture, in all true, fairness. True. Um, and I think that a lot of this has to do with uh, just acknowledgement. It can feel very stingy to feel like somebody is behaving poorly and that they didn't even notice that you almost died. They almost killed you, you know? And so I think having that acknowledgement is great. Um, We've also got this from um, Broken Thrysis, who says, adding viral to anything you sell. Uh, This one drives me a little mad, I have to say, even though I have seen it everywhere. Oh, mm, yes. Um, I think the buzzwords, we're quick to, to pick up buzzwords. Our politicians are quick to pick up uh, buzzwords. And I think viral, virality. I mean, I've had sort of, you know, uh, older folk friends on WhatsApp saying, could you please make this viral? I said, well, I don't know if it really works that way, but I don't get into that. I kind of leave it. I also don't know necessarily if I'm the most convinced by somebody telling me that um, this is a nasi lemak viral or a pisang goreng viral, um, simply because I feel as if everybody claims it. They pre-claim it. It's something that is pre-claimed in order to make it so. Yeah, it's clearly not an objective description of the product or service or anything, in fact. It's merely, again, it's um, a desire. You know, Malaysians are very aspirational people. So to close off, we have a full list from Beng Chiang who says, um, not turning on the signal light when changing lanes. Uh, If you cross paths with neighbours, we ask, you going out? They reply, yep. Um, When paying the bill, you show the hand signal 
of signing the bill to the waiter and bickering with Indonesia and Singapore about food. But when other countries attack our culture, we defend our neighbours. Oh, that's so sweet. It's true, though. There's a sense of kind of regional pride. Uh, out of all those things, you know, the banality of exchanges between neighbours, I think, is absolutely right. Because what else would you say? And, you know, you're not even expected, honestly, to... Um, to Explain what's going to ha- what's going to happen once you pass the you know the gate. Right? This reminds me of um, this reminds me of how apparently am I getting this right? The correct response to how do you do is how do you do, and um, I, I think that that's actually supposed to be to, the I'm fine. Yes, it, in in the English setting, from what I understand, mm. um, in olden times, uh, the appropriate response to how do you do is a returned how do you do, um, and someone else is bringing that up as well, saying that when it's hard to say you're welcome. We have to respond with another thank you as well. So in other words, it's two people saying thank you to each other, which I think reminds me of the going out. Yes, I'm going out. It's just sort of what's done. Yeah. Well, you know, these kinds of forms of politeness are really nice in an urban setting when you recognise that in some contexts, actually people get very cold to each other. And, you know, it becomes very difficult to make even this kind of banal, minimal human type of exchange possible. So uh, I think we had to be grateful for these little, maybe ultimately banal, maybe ultimately doesn't add anything to the day, but it does soften living, I think. So let us know, um, what is emblematic of Malaysian culture, Malaysianness. What are uniquely Malaysian behaviours? That number to call, double seven double three two nine hundred. Send us a voice note or WhatsApp, 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio. BFM 89.9, the business station. BFM 89.9, that was The Pretenders with Human. It is 5.52 and you're listening to the Evening Edition with Lynn and Sherrod, in which we are trying uh, on Trending Today to identify what is Malaysian culture, what is uniquely Malaysian. Um, and that's, you know, it can be phrases, it can be behaviours. We want to know your examples. You can call double seven double three two nine hundred, send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899, tweet us at BFM Radio. So, so a couple of points. Um, I really like this one from Ro, who says, standing outside the office on a day like this, cats and dogs falling from the sky, you turn to the person next to you and say, wow, raining, huh? Ro, you're absolutely right. I mean, and you know what? I do it all the time. I, I make... I am the king of small talk in my own little world. Yes, it's true. Actually, Lynn. you are very good at this. Yeah. I've witnessed it. Yeah. Like, yeah, I think it's just training. I just talk to everybody. Sometimes I've drifted away, <laughs> and well, I'll still you... see you talking to somebody because you're, you know, you're locked into the small talk. Yeah, I, and I believe in small talk. You know, because mm. it, it's a, it's like the window on somebody's world because they, they might, in fact, and I, I because I take uh, taxis everywhere. Uh, or even on public transport. Because um, nowadays on public transport, people talk less because everybody's looking at their phone. But when you have a chance, like Rose suggesting, um, yeah, it's nice to, it's a nice breaker, right? Yes, I think so. Um, but also the stating of the obvious in a way to unite us all is nice. Because that's what it is. We're all living through this thing. We all know it's raining, but it's nice to just turn to the person next to you. Huh, raining, huh? <laughs> you know, it's it's a mood setter. Norman says something that is very Malaysian is asking damakan or have you eaten. It's always about food and sharing. When one has yet to eat or had any meal, Malaysians will always be ready to blanja makan. 
This is true. That I, is very true. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and the and the concern about whether you've had your meal, right, is very, it's universal. It can come at any time of day. So it's like, well, any time of day is is a. Uh, you know, just after or before a possible meal. This right? reminds me of how apparently, again, I, I don't know, but apparently in places like uh, France or in broader parts of Europe, uh, deep concern over a child's uh, temperature is a thing. Why isn't your child wearing a jacket? Why isn't your child wearing a scarf? Where's the hat? And I think um, on the on the one hand, it can be seen as, you know, judgy. But on the other hand, it's like uh, blanje makan or damakan. It's also a way of showing care. I yeah. think. Yeah. You it's, know, it's, it's a way of showing concern. Right. I didn't know that. But I guess it would be true of countries with uh, very changeable weather. Uh, and uh, maybe the child is a kind of neutral space in which you can share. Sharad. Sharad. Because in some cultures, yes. some cultures, to make a remark about somebody, an adult, is to invade their, their zone of comfort, right? Their privacy. But if you make a remark about the child, it's a way of kind of alluding to the other person, the other adult with without necessarily going there. I don't know. I am a big, big believer in this message that just came in from Nadia, who says, I think Malaysians appreciate or prefer hot or warm lunches at work or school because salads, cold cut sandwiches are subpar and unsatisfying. Also doesn't make sense, lol. Why is it cold? Oh. Oh, this is a real thing for me. Oh, really? Yes. I I don't feel satisfied with food, no matter how good tasting, Um, especially at lunch when you feel the uh, you just need something to get you over the hump through the rest of the day. Cold food is not the one. Yeah. And we don't really serve, I guess, some people, sandwiches and stuff like that, that's become more and more popular. But maybe our inner voice would always cry for something... (laughs) Temperature appropriate. Yeah, yeah, and Mm. also just freshly cooked, right? I mean, it's sensible. Misi says, I like chuba chai, but I'm still working on getting rid of repeat again. These phrases belong to Malaysia. Oh, absolutely, absolutely, absolutely. Uh, This reminds me of chicken chop. Because chicken chop is not a thing, you know. What 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 other country? Oh, lamb chop? Yes, correct. Lamb chop, pork chop. These are things that have the chop, you know, if you're talking about the actual thing. A flattened chicken thigh (laughs) is not technically a chop, but it's a a Hainani staple. It's come here with us. It's a historical thing. Is it uh, derived from uh, Hainanese word? No, it's just a chicken chop. It's I think a it's chick- just it's yeah. a chop of chicken. Yes, it's, it's just what of, we have. It's a piece of chicken. But it okay. is a very Malaysian thing. It, it does yeah, not yeah, exist yeah. elsewhere. Um, we have, let's see, um, this from Angeline, who says Malaysian culture got free gift. Well, absolutely right. I mean, I think the thing about the Malaysian is we're always looking to well get the best out of you know squeeze as much we can uh, out of any kind of deal. Not in a kind of cynical and harsh way, but I think there is. Um, I mean, I think again, it's part of this thing. Even when you bargain, you know, the bargaining I think is very Malaysian. You know, this slightly the 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 the, the light haggle I think is uh, kind of needed. I'm very very. I was going to say paise. I'm very um, embarrassed or I'm not great about haggling. Oh, you're not? I don't do it anywhere. 
not even like in the market. I rely not... on others to do it for me. Oh. I whisper and then I scurry off. Maybe you're the generation that came with fixed price, you see. But, you know, my generation where I think there was still quite a bit of social life where, and in fact, I think it was, and I, I'm like you, you know, I'm on the edge of that embarrassment. But I, I realise that, again, it's part of making some sort of human connection. Munif says watching football on a giant screen at a mamak, especially for a Malaysian game, for 90 minutes, it's as if there's nothing at all that divides us as Malaysians. Oh, Munif, absolutely right. Uh, it also includes uh, you know, willingness to sit at a table that has been placed halfway in the middle of a, uh, of a street. That, but I, I would add, Munif, I think it's not just football. Uh, badminton will, will do that to us as well. So they're just sports, I think, Malaysian sports. Uh, okay. Okay, I think we can close off with this from CF Choi, who says, Asking someone whether they've eaten or not, I once heard that it originated from the days of war. For example, during the Japanese occupation, when getting some food to eat was literally for survival. So when people bumped into each other, um, they would ask, have you eaten yet? Hmm, that's an, um, it sounds a bit uh, apocryphal. I wouldn't actually believe it. I think it's just because food is something that we like, we think is, uh, we share in common. And so it's easy, right? It is. Um, I also think... Uh, all three well not no I think almost any culture in the country separately has its own version of have you eaten Hmm. yeah I mean like separate and you know independent to to the war necessarily so let us know um, what is emblematic of Malaysian culture Malaysianness what are uniquely Malaysian behaviours that number to call double seven double three two nine hundred. send us a voice note or WhatsApp 018-789-8899 and tweet us at BFM Radio You have been listening to a podcast from BFM 89.9 The Business Station For more stories of the same kind Download the BFM app.